1: How how would you evaluate your season? Uh, I think we ain't done yet. For you personally? I think
2: we ain't done
1: yet.
3: You know like i I think that might have been the most insane thing I've ever watched i, I <laughs> that was the i that game was not real. did that actually just happen? Johnny, did we just watch Baker mayfield go ninety eight yards in two minutes, two days after signing with the Rams to beat the the Raiders <laughs>
1: I I mean none of this seems realistic at, at at all like it doesn't seem real that the Rams are this terrible it doesn't seem this real that the Raiders are this terrible it doesn't well that seems it doesn't seem this real that, uh, maybe <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem real that Baker Mayfield was able to drive the Rams to a victory just by learning the playbook not really much of the playbook but Some of the playbook in 48 hours. Holy shit. This is easily the highlight of 2022. And probably will be
3: the only highlight in 2022. This this is one of my favorite Rams games ever. I I think it's, you know, non-playoff game aside. Like, this is probably my favorite game we've had since doing the pod. Besides, um... I would say number one is the, I think it was either Mc, McVay. Was it McVay's first year where we beat the Seahawks like 41 to three? And then Chiefs-Rams uh, 2018. And then I think this for regular season games.
1: Oh, okay. I was going to say, if you don't say the Super Bowl, Steve, I'm going to be really no, pissed No, no, regu- but...
3: regular season. Yeah, yeah, come on. Playoffs are <laughs> playoffs are another deal because Saint, Saints would be number one. Honestly, that would be number one in the Super Bowl. <laughs> just because it was the saints um well this is budding heads podcast ramsock radio blue Wire podcast network i'm steve here with johnny if you've never listened before uh johnny i mean i'm sitting here i i'm staying at my parents house for the night i'm in my mom's basement sitting in a folding chair drinking wine about to break down baker mayfield's comeback victory over the Raiders. Like there's I thought we were just going to hop on, do a little podcast about the Rams losing their seventh straight game. And here we are. This is just like I'm still digesting this. Uh I, I do, you have, do you have any thoughts before we like start getting into the specifics here?
1: Uh well, like I said, uh if there was one game I want the Rams to win this year, it would be against the Raiders. And, and you picked them. Yep. I, I couldn't be any happier. I you know I can't tell you how much shit I've been talking for the past like ten, fifteen minutes that I was uh, you know, waiting for uh to get on this podcast. I didn't walk, I fucking ran to my room to do this podcast. <laughs> I didn't need to because you know, we, we had to set up and everything, but I
3: still fucking ran because I wanted to talk shit. So uh here we are. I think we just have to start with just like walking through the fourth quarter um and there's other, there's a lot of other things where I want to talk about but it's just such an insane series of events so the Rams are down 16 to 3 uh the Raiders hit that field goal with 12 20 left in the in the fourth and the Rams come back with a 17 play nine minute drive um, they're taking their sweet old time. I'm I'm watching the game with my dad. He's like, Why are they not hurrying up? I'm like, Dad, this guy got here two days ago. Like, we are just gonna be happy if they score points. And they have a great drive. Um Cam Akers gets a nice little redemption moment. He he catches a pass for the first down and then scores a touchdown. Uh long drive. Baker plays great, obviously, on that drive. In correct me if I'm wrong, if the Raiders get the ball back, get a first down and run the clock out. I think we come on this podcast feeling pretty good, no? Like, that drive alone, to see them putting together a cohesive, nice, long drive, pretty good quarterback play all around, um, they had some mistakes, but they figured it out, I felt pretty good after that drive, and I was pretty confident that Josh Jacobs was going to get one first down and the game was going to be over.
1: Well, to tell you the truth, that's I was perfectly content with the with the game, you know, ending uh, and, you know, the Rams obviously ending up with the loss because I think both of us, I think I, I may have predicted the Rams to win just because out of spite. But I think both of us kind of agreed that the Raiders were most likely going to win this game for good reason uh, but yeah, I was content seeing uh, Baker Mayfield out there making some pretty impressive throws—at least, you know, more impressive throws than we've seen since Matthew Stafford's been out. So, um, you know, the fact that you know, obviously, the Raiders are are a horrible team. I think this this is this pretty much definitely oh, yeah, their toast.
3: But they've been playing well the last couple of weeks. I'll give them
1: that. I'll give them that. They they did have kind of like a rise up, but at the same time, it's like, how do you fucking lose to the Rams, a three and nine Rams team at the time, who just signed Baker Mayfield two days before? It's so you much know? better it that mind.
3: it's so much better that this probably ended their season losing to Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: so- that's the best right there. But no, I mean, it. keep in mind that this is Baker Mayfield. You know, we're not talking like the Rams went out and signed Peyton Manning or something like that. They went and signed Baker Mayfield, who was basically given up on in Cleveland. He was totally given up on in Carolina, who is arguably one of the worst teams in the NFL. Uh, and out of desperation, because of the Rams couldn't really bear the thought of the 49ers getting him or
3: trotting out, uh, you know, Bryce Perkins and John Wolford, they sign him. They signed him, in my opinion, because Sean McVay's fucking bored, dude. I think that's why they signed him. They see Baker Mayfield, he's like, I could fix him. And he fucking did it in two days. <laughs>
1: like. Damn. You know, and I, I I, don't know if I have any inkling that Baker Mayfield will revitalize his career from here on out because it's not like he was, a, you know, lighting up the scoreboard or anything. But, hey, he drove the Rams to victory, and that's what matters to me. This was the only game that mattered at this point, for me anyway. So, I'm all for it. Baker... Just because of this game, I'm getting a Ram jersey with Mayfield on the back. I I I have to have it. It's just perfect.
3: I so I might I'm I was thinking of Baker jersey, but I, I have to revisit that in a second as we continue to walk down the end of this game. Um so three nineteen left, Raiders get the ball, Rams have one timeout. Raiders get a first down, the game's probably over. Um Rams hold Jacobs for one yard on the first play. Second play goes for eight. It's third and one. Miraculously, we finally fucking stopped this guy after he's been torching us all night. Defense played amazing in this game. That was incredible. Fourth down, fourth and one from their own 34. We think we're going to get decent field position. And unfortunately, Johnny, our guy Brandon Powell let us down a little bit. Raiders down the ball at the two. So, we have two minutes, a minute 45, and uh, 98 yards to go, and <laughs> we are not going to besmirch Brandon Powell on this podcast, because they won the game, but the thing I want to talk about here is, so, like, first of all, they, they throw an out-route at 2 out while it doesn't work. They run the same fucking play, and it works again, which is insanity, because it seemed pretty obvious they are going to run that play. Um, Baker gets – they get a pass interference. Baker gets sacked. Um, but then they have the the penalty. I, 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 I can't get through any of this because, Johnny, I just want to talk about Ben's chronic catch. That's the only thing I want to talk about right now is they, <laughs> in part, win this game because Baker throws up a toss-up ball in pretty much double coveric, coverage, to Ben fucking Skoranek. And he ra- just Randy Mosses that shit, dude. I don't know what timeline we're living in. I I, I don't know if I'm dreaming. Uh, I might have to get the Ben Skoranek jer- jersey that I have talked about, that I was talking about getting in the playoffs last year, because that was fucking insane. One of the best catches I've seen all year. Um, not the best because we all saw that, uh, what just the Justin Jefferson catch recently, um, or Devonte Adams earlier in this game, but oh my God, dude. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> like I, I, and I was just thinking about today. I was like, oh, the Ben Skoranek fullback experiment. I haven't talked about that in weeks. Like this guy just kind of just petered back down to being not good. And here he fucking is doing shit like this. Like, I don't have words for it. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable that that play actually happened.
1: Yeah. I mean, definitely you gotta, you gotta give it up to Ben, um, for, you know, hauling in that catch. I mean, really he was a a big part of the offense, the entire game. Uh, you know, he was, he was around the ball pretty much more than just about any other receiver. So, um, I give a major kudos there and I also give a major kudos to uh Van Jefferson for hauling in that touchdown. Yep. That wasn't an easy later. grab either.
3: That was a dime from Baker. Couldn't have put the ball anywhere else to win the game. And and Van came through and Van Jefferson who we shit all over last week. I got we gotta eat our crow, Johnny. We gotta eat a lot of crow this, this tonight.
1: You know what? Uh, Feed me the crow. <laughs> give me it in, give me a crow. Pie, give me a crow steak. I I don't give a shit. You find me somebody to make me some crow. I've eaten pigeon before. I'm sure crow ain't that bad, that much different. So you know, give give me some crow. Give me some crow. I I I talk shit about Baker Mayfield too. Look at look at that. He became the savior of the Rams in two days. Give me the fucking crow. I'm good.
3: This is just. I I I, this is this is genuinely one of the fucking craziest games I ever watched I I can't believe I just watched that (laughs) like it's and like for this iteration of the Rams there were so many opportunities to lose the game and they just didn't and you know like yeah we got kind of a lucky bounce by um the what was it unsportsmanlike conduct they called after the Baker sack which, I don't know what, like, because there's no, you can't call it delay of game on the defense in the NFL, um, which probably would have made more sense to me than unsportsmanlike conduct, but yeah, you can't do that shit. They're trying to spike the ball. You're knocking the ball out of his hands. But just to go from that to um, Ben, Randy Moss, Karanik making that catch to Van Jefferson catching a walk-off touchdown from Baker. I, let's, I don't even know. Let's just talk about Baker, dude, because... Two days ago, if you listen to our podcast on Tuesday, we said, are the Rams going to sign Baker? We said, no, doesn't really make sense. They're just losing. But they did. They were the only team that put in a claim, which is fucking wild. Um, They got some cap space. Their quarterbacks are trash. Might as well. Um, and before we get into Baker specifically, Johnny, I have to ask the question. Why the fuck did they start John Wolford?
1: You know, I
3: just... We ran the ball three times, and then they were just like, I've seen enough.
1: I just think with with, the... I think the hope was that John Wolford could, you know, somehow do something, but I don't think he was healthy enough to be out there, and clearly baker mayfield's the better quarterback anyway um but yeah i it it was a tall task to ask uh baker mayfield uh to go out there and start you know again two two days That's it. so yeah it 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 made sense to me that they wanted wolford out there but only if he was healthy enough i don't think the dude was healthy enough
3: nah yeah it was weird that the whole situation was weird, because yeah, like I, I think Bak I watched Baker's post game. He said he thinks it was just like a health, health thing, like risk aversion. But yeah, why, why? I just, I don't get why they started him, and then after three plays of handing the ball off, they were like, okay, well, this isn't gonna work tonight.
1: Uh, it's a good question, but it also confirms that they have zero faith in Bryce Perkins because, as far as I know, he's completely healthy.
3: Well, yes, they definitely don't. Um, but at the same time, like, when we're talking about John Wolford, Bryce Perkins, and Baker Mayfield, okay, for all your, for all anyone's gripes about Baker before tonight because now he is cemented in history as a Rams legend forever, Um, he's better than those guys. Like there's no question. It's not. It's not a debate. Um, and he walks in tonight. You know, I I would say similar offensive line situation, but this is the first continuity. The line is out all year. Um, same, not great wide receivers, and he plays arguably the best game a Rams quarterback has played all year. Dare I say?
1: I don't know if I'd go that far, but, you know, you could make a case. There's
3: been a lot of bad quarterbacking for the Rams even before Stafford got hurt.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
3: Um, Baker in this game, 22 of 35. 230 yards uh one touchdown no interceptions. he was sacked four times 91 QB rating he added four rushes for 10 yards so like the fact that he didn't turn the ball over alone is like a win the fact that he completed a good amount of his passes that he was making things happen was a win the fact that we've won the fucking game and he had a 98 yard game winning drive um he called it in the post game like one is it it he couldn't put in awards it's definitely one of the highlights of his career I think no matter where this goes from here it's gonna be one of the highlights of his career it's like, this is fucking incredible I I and I think like when they picked him up a lot of people were like okay well either he plays really well and they become a the story pick he plays okay and they bring him back as their backup and he plays bad and they just waste money on a lost season, anyways. And really, there was no risk to this. But clearly, I think we are trending in the direction of comp pick or backup quarterback, which is great. Uh, and this, like, this was unbelievable. This is one. This is. I feel like I'm just repeating myself, but this is one of the craziest fucking things I've ever watched.
1: I mean, I, I think best case scenario is that the Rams bring back Baker Mayfield. In in 2023, you know, I would 100% just from this game alone, I would 100% want this guy as our backup quarterback. Uh, Problem is, I don't think that's going to happen. I think that he's going to get an opportunity to start somewhere else. Um, Where that'll be, I don't know. Either way, even if he doesn't become a starter elsewhere, he's going to be one of the more higher paid backup quarterbacks. And I just don't think the Rams have that cap space for it. So I think it's going to be more along the lines that the Rams are going to get a compensatory pick for him.
3: Well, we'll see because I I don't know what the cap's going to look like, but there are obviously health questions on Stafford. I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. It's – yeah, I mean, this game alone, he's clearly at worst going to be a high-end backup next year. You're right. Sometimes that doesn't necessarily – Mean they get a lot of money though, and I think if you're paying like if his cost is like six, seven million, depending on what else we can do, you know, I don't think it's a bad investment, but yeah, it, clearly the claiming it was the cor- correct call, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kyle Shanahan with his big brain energy, you know, telling everybody he doesn't think it makes sense to sign Baker Mayfield, okay, buddy. Have fun with Bryce, Brock Purdy the next couple weeks.
1: Yeah, that that wasn't a uh, a Purdy decision. I'm I'm just gonna go out there and say that. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I I, it's beyond me why the 49ers wouldn't even throw in a waiver claim. I (laughs) they're lost, quite literally.
3: This is this is just so insane. What are we doing? How did this ha- how did we get here? How did this happen? <laughs> um, my God, I w- I wish I made a bet after the Raiders went up sixteen to three. Yeah, you know,
1: it, it pisses me off because I I did have a buddy of mine that wanted to bet me, uh, and normally I would take them under under that wage even. If uh even if it's a terrible Rams team, but considering I didn't even know who was gonna be the starting quarterback in this game, I just couldn't in good faith take him off on that offer. And I I'm i I'm seriously regretting that.
3: I you I I I don't know. I, I'm broken. I'm literally a, a broken speaker. I don't have anything to say about any of this. It's gonna make <laughs> Thank you for a great thought. Um, talk about the running. We'll just run through the Rams player stats and hit on more stuff, and then I'm sure we'll talk about Baker 100 more times because not, not enough can be said here. Cam Akers in this game, 12 carries for 42 yards. Had a touchdown, nice spree at the end. Overall, though, continued to beg the question, what are we doing? Why are we still doing this? <laughs> at a huge fumble... Um, to his credit, it was for the greater good because we wouldn't have gotten it without Cam Akers fumble, without Coleman Shelton pushing players for no reason. We wouldn't have gotten the Cinderella story at the end that we got. Uh, But for the love of fucking God, man, just, just play Kieran Williams next week. And, and it seemed like after the fumble, uh, they mix in a lot more Kieran and they were mixing in a lot of Malcolm Brown. So you they clearly lost some faith as well. Um faith that they shouldn't have had to begin with, but just another tough day at the office, man. Glad glad he got a little moment at the end of the game.
1: Yeah, I I think it's it's more along the line of Sean McVay just trying to find somebody to to just run run the ball. You know, uh, and to be fair, Cam Akers appeared to be improving, uh, you know, the past couple weeks, and then it was just, like, an unfortunate mistake here and at a crucial moment. And, yeah, then it's like, well, damn, can we really trust him with the ball anymore? Uh, You you really don't have a lot of options here. You have a rookie in – in Kieran Williams, who uh, was thought to be a third down back and is still, you know, kind of trying to get him into the rhythm. And then you have Malcolm Brown, who hasn't really been a contributor at all. I haven't seen him in weeks. I couldn't believe how much we saw of him. I mean, there was a time where Ronnie Rivers was – Playing in favor of him.
3: <laughs> Rodney Rivers. Uh, yeah, this was... Uh, maybe our future running back was playing against us tonight. Uh, future free agent Josh Jacobs over there. Because that guy <laughs> is fucking good.
1: Um, I, I would love to have Josh Jacobs on the Rams.
3: <laughs> you and me both. Not, Not really anything else to talk about in the... Running back box score receivers, Ben Skoranek, seven catches, 89 yards. Um, like I said, you know, it, the, the Skoranek thing kind of wore off for a bit. I, I feel like we haven't really talked about him at all in a couple weeks, but clearly reasserting that he is a capable NFL player and he's proving us all wrong. And that catch, I will never stop talking about that catch. And I hope. Johnny, you have a lot of friends, family that are Raiders fans. I hope you never stop talking about that catch either.
1: Uh, dude, I'll, I'll never let them forget the day, the two days that it took for the Rams to beat the Raiders. Only send, two days of practice.
3: <laughs> send out some Christmas cards of of Benny Scrow and Baker. You know, hugging out. How about Baker just headbutting people after the game? No helmet on. Head butting helmets.
1: Uh, I've heard of people that are thick-headed, but God damn, I, I I looked at that and I'm thinking, either this guy really doesn't feel pain, or or uh, he's gonna feel that in the morning.
3: <laughs> Just what are we doing? What are we doing? Tutu Atwell five catches 50 yards we won't talk about um his negative uh negative 6 yard rush but it continues to look pretty good uh he drew an incredibly important pass interference call uh which i'm pretty sure resulted in a missed 61 yard field goal uh which is <laughs> also fucking crazy um whether you're then in purpose or not probably somewhere in the middle but dude's looking pretty good man he i i'm glad we're continuing to make him a focal point of the offense right now while everybody's hurt because i want to continue to see this stuff
1: yeah i uh, i would love nothing more than to see baker mayfield just light up the field uh for the rams and I think that would be just a perfect story for the Rams. But uh I think this is about as good as it gets, buddy.
3: The only thing that could have made this game more insane is if Tutu caught that game on a touchdown instead of Van Jefferson. <laughs> I think that's like the only thing that would have made this more fucking crazy.
1: Hey, I, I I'll give my boy Van Jefferson the credit here, man. We've been talking nothing but nonstop shit about Van Jefferson. And he finally reels in a good one here. Uh, at least Tutu has had, you know, some good moments here and there. Uh, can't really say the same for Van Jefferson.
3: Not this year, at least. Van Jefferson, he caught two passes in this game. Baker's first pass, Baker's last pass. <laughs> and That's so awesome. the legend
1: goes.
3: What a what a day! It. <laughs> um. Other other receivers to note. Tyler Higbee two catches for 11 yards. What the, what the fuck happened, dude? You would think that this guy would be like the focal point of the offense after every receiver on the team died and he's just a ghost.
1: My only guess is that the Rams are just so fucking terrible on the offensive line that they need Tyler Higbee to go out there and do some blocking, which is true to an extent, but to also be fair, I've, you know, we've seen more than enough Drop passes from him, too, so that does not help things either.
3: Yeah, I, tough sledding, tough sledding. Ten Rams were targeted in this game. Nine of them caught passes, so that's wild. We didn't mention Malcolm Brown, Kira Williams, Bryson Hopkins, Austin Tramiel, Cam Akers all caught passes. Cam Akers, one target for one catch and one yard was a huge play. Uh, and then Brandon Powell, not his best day. Didn't haul in any of his targets. I think before we talk about, well, no, let's just the the defense in this game, man. Holding the Raiders to 16 points when, you know, you're not, I'd say you're, you weren't getting a ton out of your offense early, but they, I, I feel like they didn't play bad today. Uh, maybe that's just my, my, my Baker-tinted goggles on, but... We were moving the ball quite a bit, but uh the defense in the first half was a nosebleed up until the up until the Ernest Jones interception and then I don't know what the fuck they did at halftime, man, but they were locked and loaded in the second half. Raiders had three out of four of their first four drives in the second half were three and outs and then the fifth drive was then throwing an interception to end the game. Just an, an unbelievable performance and we needed every bit of this team today to win this game and everybody came through. You know, even Cam Akers, who almost lost us the game, ended up coming <laughs> back around at the end of the game and, and helped us win the game. And uh, just a shout out to the defense, man. The secondary looked like it looked like shit last week. Jalen Ramsey looked like shit in the first half today. For Devontae Adams to only have three catches for 71 yards, and two of them came very quickly on seven targets, and nobody else crossed 22 yards. Dave, Derek Carr in this game, 11 of 20 for 137 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions. and wasn't sacked once. Uh, just an incredible game from this defense. At least mostly in the second half, but like that's all anyone cares about when you win the game.
1: Yeah, I mean uh it, it it's it's interesting because I feel like the Rams you know, they had their struggles for sure. I mean Jalen Ramsey got torched for a couple plays, uh which I obviously that's not something you want to see from your your top corner, but at the same time, it's it's Devonte Adams. This guy is just absolutely ridiculous. Even one of the the plays where Jalen Ramsey even got caught for pass interference, the dude made the catch with one hand. Like seriously, there's nothing anybody can do in that situation.
3: Yeah, Matt Collins isn't making those catches. But also no. Jalen Ramsey is paid like he's Devontae Adams, so
1: That's true. You got a point there. But uh that being said, you know, the, the secondary really came around after that. Um, you know, really locked down on on a lot of these guys and you know it it's it's hap- it's nice to see that because pretty much the secondary for the past couple weeks of just you know, you, you forget they were out there. You know, they, they just were a revolving door for guys. I mean, like last week, for example, Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf had had like really good games and for both of them to have it in the same game, not a good sign, not a good sign. And then, um, also on the ground, while Josh Jacobs certainly made a splash, he really was kind of a non-factor in the second half, you know, um, Part of it had to do to injury, but that was. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve. Uh, that was kind of later uh, in the in the second half, right?
3: It. I feel like it was fair. Not like, I think it was fairly early in the second half, but. Um. Either way, yeah. I mean, they they shut down shut down the run when he was out, and when he came back, not much changed. He was out for so, one drive I think honestly looking at the box score.
1: Yeah, it was just one drive for sure. And uh, you know, that that's that's impressive because uh, you know, whether you uh whether you're impressed or not with the stat line because Josh Jacobs still had a pretty good game. This is the same Josh Jacobs that, you know, is arguably the best running back in football right now. I don't think that's controversial to say.
3: It's not. No, he he is at least one of the best. Um, if you're, he, he's, he's has the best stats pretty much over the last couple of weeks. You know, I'm not going to sit here and say I'd rather have him over Derek Henry or Saquon, but certainly right up there. Uh, the guy's been a fucking monster. And yeah, they, all things considered, they did a pretty good job on him and they did a really good job on everyone else. I mean... How embarrassed are the fucking Raiders right now, dude? I'll if say- I'm a Raider
1: fan, I'm I'm extremely pissed. Josh Daniels
3: it- is such a fucking fraud, dude. Nobody's he listening is- to me.
1: No, he is. And, and and really, you should listen to any Ram fan because <laughs> we, we we experienced this dude for a season and that was enough.
3: If we switch coaches, the Raiders win this game by fifty. No question. Like, oh my god, what a what a shit! What a way to end your season to lose in this fashion. Just absolutely unbelievable. This whole this whole thing is unbelievable.
1: I I don't know, like Steve, if you're if you're um, if you suddenly become the owner of the Raiders, do you think it's fair to fire? Uh, you know Josh McDaniels yes. after the end of the season.
3: I'd fire him today. Wow, dude! They made the playoffs, and I think we talked about this. We talked about this recently too. They made the playoffs last year during just absolute fucking chaos from the head coaching position. John Gruden gets fired mid-year. Um, I don't remember the the name of the coach I should because I'm pretty sure he like lives in my area in Connecticut uh, but Basia, he comes in or like that? I mean, I, Basia I, I, or yeah Basia I'm going to look up his name uh, uh, I Rich I, Basia, I, I yeah. can't pronounce his name Rich Basia Bas, yeah I think it's Basia um, but he comes in and leads him to the playoffs you add Devontae Adams they added Chandler Jones this year right he wasn't here last year Not that he's been great, but you're so much worse. Who else is to blame? They've had some injuries, but (laughs) point the fuck – where else would you point the finger?
1: I mean, there's nowhere else to point. I mean, you know, Devontae Adams came in. He's still doing what he does. Uh, You – I mean, you had a resurgence in Josh Jacobs because, uh, last year he had a decent season, but it was just that it was decent. Uh, now he's, uh, he's for sure a pro bowler. And and, and uh, again, you know, one of the better running backs in football. So, uh, what is your excuse? You, you bring in Chandler Jones. Um, you know, I understand there are a few injuries to be fair. I mean, uh, you know, Hunter Renfro got hurt, but I mean, he he was playing terrible, to be honest. Well, Waller's
3: Waller's hurt too, but yeah, also they they weren't getting in the ball.
1: Yeah, so you you have zero excuse. You know, you you have a potentially better team this year than than last year, and somehow it's not just trash, but it's it's freaking worse than trash because. They lost to the trash team in the Rams, who again, can't stress this enough, had a quarterback that only had two days to prepare.
3: And in the in the second half, like they they ran the same, they did the same shit that the Rams did six weeks ago against the Bucks. Uh, they were just yes. trying not to lose. And that's look who you're fucking playing, dude. You score and, and to their credit, they did. They did go for it on that fourth and one, um, and they got it and then just did nothing. But like outside of that, I don't know, man. They <laughs> he's a horrible coach. I don't know what more evidence we need of this. He's just a Bill Belichick pawn.
1: No doubt. No doubt. And uh <laughs> I it would not surprise me at all if, if uh McDaniels is gone after this season.
3: They won't, cause they're they're a poverty franchise, but they'll they'll keep him around. It would be uh, is there anyone else you want to single out on defense? I love the Ernest Jones interception. It's hilarious that this game ended on a Taylor Rapp interception.
2: <laughs>
3: good for him. It was that poorly thrown too. That awful pass, but he still caught it. So I'm give him some props. Yeah, uh, Bobby Wagner continues to play great. I hope they keep him around next year. Yeah, um,
1: you know, uh, big big kudos to the guys playing out of position like Mike Hawk. He he has no, he, there's absolutely no business playing outside linebacker. But you know what he he's trying. You know, injuries fucking suck, but um, you know at least he's he's you know trying to make a difference. I. You know, I know Sean McVay kind of gave him some praise, um, playing out of position, but he doesn't belong out there. But shout out any regardless.
3: I loved. Um, I, I I I if you saw Baker Mayfield's post game comments, um, they asked him about the Van Jefferson touchdown, and he said, "Completely shocked they came out there and press coverage with 15 seconds left."
1: <laughs> i I honestly think part of it too was just you know them underestimating the Rams, which, to be fair is is understandable. But at that point, you're you're up against the ropes. Why would you continue to underestimate the team? you know?
3: it, it was It was just absolutely bizarre performance from the Raiders start to finish. I mean, we scored 17 points like against our defense over the last couple of weeks. adonald's been out there. It's basically a fucking home game. Just, they we, we won this game on the last drive, but they lost this game. This is a Raiders loss more than it's a Rams win. No doubt.
1: No doubt. And uh, <laughs> I, while we can take all the morality from this win, um, all we can, but this says more about the Raiders than it does the Rams.
3: You had more y- more total yards. You won the time of possession, barely. It was close. Um, and you didn't turn the ball over. Oh, wait, yeah, you did. Never mind. I'm just making shit up at this point. Don't listen to me. I had a glass of wine. I, <laughs> they turned the ball over twice. Um, <laughs> still. Everything else I said before that point stands. We asked some listeners how they're feeling on Twitter. At Uzi Kuzi said, I feel like I just watched Infinity War for the first time. <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> Great tweet. Uh Rusty Shackleford said, Perfect comeback story in Hollywood. Yeah, that was that was fucking something, man. Should we I and okay, so I have said over the last four years that we have lost our privileges to complain about officials after the twenty eighteen NFC Championship, but I'll give it a pass tonight. This was some of these some of these calls were crazy. The the fact that they picked up the roughing the punter call on Brandon Bolden was just outrageous. He leveled him. He he pushed his hands out and, and tackled him. And they called it and then picked it up.
1: Yeah, I I was stunned when I saw that. I was like, "How?" I.
3: I, I <laughs> and it's like, one thing if you miss a call, but they called it and then changed their mind.
1: It's like you know what? Fuck the punters. Never mind.
3: That was nuts, and uh, I know some people were complaining about the the Coleman shell in, um. On sports like conduct, I thought that was fine, but the the Rob Havenstein hold on the Tutu Atwell screen was crazy. Yeah, that was that was a league call. But <laughs> he also could have gotten called for a lot more holdings on Max Crosby. He probably would have been called for it every play. But yeah, what you know what, Johnny? Anything we're breaking down here that was a negative for the Rams, it led us to the Baker Mayfield 98 yard drive that we will never forget for the rest of our lives.
1: You know, the funny thing is, and and Steve, this will probably be near and dear to your heart, but there was another quarterback that upset the Raiders many, many years ago on a very trash Rams team at the time. Do you recall that quarterback?
3: I don't, but that was the game we won like fifty two to nothing, right? No. Um, I think I forget who who was it.
1: It was Mark Bulger. Ah. Mark Bulger, uh, I remember this very distinctly. Uh, Mark Bulger came in. No one had ever heard of him. The Rams were zero and five. The Raiders are five and zero. They came in, beat the Raiders. It was the best.
3: Wow, that's a deep cut. This game was in two thousand two. Yep. That was it. That was his first start, right? That was. Holy shit! <laughs> wow. The things you remember, right? That's a great. Yeah, that's a damn. Well done. I would have never pulled that out.
1: I, I'm like, I, I gotta I gotta tell Steve because Mark Bolger is Steve's boy. If if you've been a listener to this podcast, you know that Steve absolutely loves Mark Bulger. So That's I had to I throw gotcha. that in there for Steve.
3: I was thinking about the the fifty-two nothing game from 2014. Can you name who played quarterback for the Rams in that game?
1: In that game? And it wasn't Mark Bolger. was it uh...
3: 2014. No, it wasn't Hill, right? It was it was Sean Hill. Oh, damn. <laughs> Can you, do you who do you think played quarterback for the Raiders? Um was it Teos Sopo? It was Derek Carr. Which is really more insane. Listen to the players in this game, dude. The rushing leaders for the Rams was Trey Mason. 117 carries, two touchdowns for the Raiders. It was Darren McFadden. This must have been in his second stint with the Raiders. He had 11 carries for 27 yards. Um, Steadman Bailey had 100 yards in this game. How the fuck did we beat them 52 to nothing? (laughs) Man, that's a name, man. That that's (laughs) there's so many names in this box score. Maurice Jones-Drew played for the Raiders this year. Holy shit.
1: Um, Maurice Jones Drew is the boy though man I, I, I've i met him a couple times I love Maurice Jones Drew yeah he's a
3: great he seems like a great dude I have not met him um, but I, I, I love him as a player that's insane <laughs> um, I don't even know what else to say Yeah, we. I thought we were going to come for like 25 minutes we've gone for 45 this is just I will never forget this game it was such a boring game until like the last three minutes. Uh, but holy shit, man! Congratulations to any non-Rams or Raiders fans that sat through this game till the end, because that was just that was historic. People will remember that forever. If if Baker sucks for the rest of the year, we'll always have tonight.
1: I uh, you know. I I really hope that Baker Mayfield just revitalizes his career, and you know uh, hopefully with the Rams. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm all for Baker staying.
3: I was getting nervous today because, and I don't remember if I mentioned this in the last podcast, but this was just giving me real similar vibes to when the Bucks cut Josh Freeman and the Vikings signed him and started him immediately, and it was actually only. It was like 10 days after they signed him, so this was two. So not even the same situation. And he threw the ball like 50 times and played fucking awful. And his career basically ended after that. Like, I think he honestly started two more games. And these, th- that was right after he left the Bucks. So his first stint after that. Baker's going to wow. be in the league next year. He's going to be in the league for a long time. Whether he's yeah. a starter, whether he's a backup, I think this cemented that. He deserves it because if he doesn't earn a job as a starter next year, which it's way too early to tell that obviously this is one game. what more could you want from a backup quarterback than to be able to do this? Like there's nothing more you can ask for.
1: he, He proved that he can, he can come in and become the leader that a team needs.
3: Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, I feel like he lost a lot of goodwill over the last year for whatever reason, but he earned all that shit back tonight. Good for him. Uh, the Rams <laughs> break their six-game win streak. They advanced to 4-9. and nine. And if a couple teams win this week, I think we're probably going to be mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> What a year.
1: I'll be amazed if they make the playoffs. We needed
3: this so bad. We needed this so bad. They're not making the playoffs. There's no fucking way they make the playoffs.
1: Uh, all I'm saying is, after this game, I am content for 2022. The season can end for all I care. Our Super Bowl was la- was tonight.
3: Some will say this made us back-to-back Super Bowl champs.
1: I I would be one of those people.
3: What a... What a just! I want to check my notes before we wrap. What a just insane, ins absolutely insane turn of events. Um. Yeah, I was gonna say some mean things about Coleman and for that penalty, but we're gonna not do that tonight. Any anything else you got? <laughs> uh, just go Rams. Go Rams! What a. What a year! All right. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at C.A.B.Row, at Johnny506, at TalkRams. I think Derek's coming back soon, so we're looking for another pod.
1: How, how would you evaluate your season? Uh, I think we ain't done yet. You, you personally? I think
2: we ain't done yet.